0: Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, Conflict Resolution Experts, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. And today we're talking about um, a question came up, how do I stand up for myself? I'm get, I get petrified when I stand up for myself. What a great, what a great opportunity. Unfortunately for you, um, I wish you had been able to do that growing up. And I don't know what in your life Uh, in your growing up years, kept you from being able to speak up, but that's a little bit tragic because that's where we should be learning it. If you didn't learn it there, then I would hope that you're maybe in your twenties. And because that, that can certainly lay over if you didn't get an opportunity to do it as a teen, and maybe there was just too much peer pressure to stay silent didn't feel comfortable enough, um, not enough ex, you know, exposure to it, to an opportunity to speak up and speak your mind, maybe because people just simply supported you or didn't challenge you. But just as a side note, parents should be teaching this to their children to have a voice within the family, within the home, within uh, arguments, teaching them to have a voice and speak up and speak their mind and maybe process through that mind. Parents need to be teaching that to their children. That's part of parenting. That's part of our responsibility in parenting is to teach them how to have a voice, what it looks like, what it sounds like, and let them make all the fumbles and faux pas while they're raising their children. Allow those children to create all the crazy within that family unit so that they can get out when they get out into the world when they have their first job when they um, go to college when they get married um, have co-workers they will be able to speak up a little bit better a little bit differently now things like tragedy um, things like that personal offenses uh you know crime against them those things can can kind of push that ability to speak up back again. But if we're talking about in a solid base where you maybe didn't learn all those skills at home, they come out differently. So this person is talking about how they get paralyzed. Um, And when they hear somebody raise their voice or their tone shifts, which happens everywhere, everywhere it happens. I know that somebody came into our family um, as like a girlfriend And she was, she got so worried because everybody spoke up and they talked louder when they talked. This person that has this question would get triggered by that. And this person, this girl that came into the family, she said, it scared me at first because everybody had an opinion. Isn't that interesting? It's so sad that people get scared because other people have opinions. And, or maybe they all have opinions at the same time. And, and maybe her learning pattern was what I say you do. And then in the, in the random moment, she might yell back something, I don't want to do this, or I'm so mad. And maybe that's how she worked it out. And nobody was around or the people that were around weren't having an opinion. So she was able to have one. So it's not a tit for tat. It's not like you get to have one now. And then somebody else gets to have one later. It is, Everybody should be able to have opinions. And this person is specifically saying, I get triggered when tones change and uh, uh, tone shifts and voices change. Oh, that's so rough. And if you didn't learn it growing up, now you're in it in your 20s, potentially. Other people get triggered so to speak up. And how do they get triggered to speak up? This person... That's writing says she gets triggered and she just gets angry. So, but now people that she has to get angry at are now abusers. Ugh, what a vicious cycle we put ourselves in when we don't learn the skill sets. Of conflict and resolution and what that looks like when we don't understand conflict when we're afraid of conflict and when we don't understand resolution how to use resolution to and it's um, and and it's probably because well one of the reasons is because people think resolution is part of manipulation and no, that's what society has taught you why why have you been taught that because the people that are the example for you don't know how to use it so it's not manipulation it true Conflict resolution is not manipulation, but society has taught us such a poor form of resolution that it feels like manipulation. So this person is saying, I have to get so angry that my abuser, and that's how she is voicing that if I have to get angry, you have abused me because I had to do that. So when I'm processing through this long story that she shares, what she is saying is I get triggered by the tone shift, voice raising, and and then the only way I know how to cope with it is to get angry. And when I get angry, I yell at my abuser. And it's tragic, right? It's tragic. It is so tragic for her that she feels, A, that there's that many abusers in the world. Now, are, can we have abusive moments? Sure. Are we out of line? Sure. But it didn't used to be called abuse. And when you really see abuse in a conflict standpoint, when you really see abuse, you understand that having different different opinions at the same time isn't abuse. Now, I don't know all the details, but I have to kind of go off of um, share and sharing this. I I kind of want to make sure that you're thinking through all of this stuff when we're talking about this this question. <clears throat> Other people, when they are trying to sort through and they and they're trying to find their voice, they'll cry. So this person gets angry, other people will build up so much frustration that they'll just cry through the whole thing. The other people get the other person gets the impression that they're scared or they're sad or this is, you know, they can't handle this. Where that's not the case. Sometimes when people cry, That's them building up enough steam, enough emotional momentum to be able to say their side. So that's not wrong or bad either. But again, that's one of the skills of understanding conflict and resolution is that you can now look at people and go, oh, okay, so I don't know if they're crying because they can't handle it or if they're crying because they can and they just built up momentum so you see how you apply that conflict resolution skill um in an argument and this person's question was how do i stand up for myself um here's so one of those things is when i was explaining that the momentum of the some of the person that cries and And that's one way is understanding what is it going to take to get me to speak my mind, to get me to have a voice in the room, to get me to share my point of view. Do you understand that is understanding resolution? You're not saying I'm going to prove you. And that is what we go into arguments doing. I'm going to prove to you that you're going to see my point of view, whereas we need to look at ourselves and count ourselves as part of this mind sharing, even if it's with raised voices or it's with tone shifts or if it's with tears or if it's with anger, understanding resolution and the skills of conflict resolution means that you now are approaching a conversation differently, approaching that argument differently. So approach the argument, it's okay if you need to cry, if you need to build up momentum get angry, but be careful that you don't add other elements into that argument by, you know, labeling them as abusers or narcissists or gaslighters or, you know, um, disengaged. Those are all things that we will bring our judgments into it. And it has no relevance. That is a beauty of conflict resolution. It has no relevance. How they come has no relevance. It's what are they saying? You know, what is the opinion of what their voice is saying? What is their point of view? Listen for those things in an argument. And so that you don't worry about, oh my gosh, I can't get angry. Oh my gosh, I can't cry. I can't, you know, get fidgety. Maybe that's another way. I can't do any of those things because then it makes me, um, then you're, you're more focused on that. That's not conflict resolution. So when you're in a conflict, focus on what is being said and the points of view of other people and adding yours in there. How you get there and what emotion you're bringing behind it, it's okay. Do it for practice because as you do it, that will level out and, and not be the same way. That's it. That's it. I hope it helps you. If you ever have a question, just ask.